and welcome to the third episode of the Bluish Podcast. So today's episode, instead of focusing on either climate change or racial equity as I normally do, I'm going to focus on Jewish stuff because Rosh Hashanah is coming up and, you know, as you can tell by the title of this podcast and of my blog, I am black and Jewish. Um, if you didn't catch on, kind of weird, but that's that's what that means. I, I didn't just, like, make it up and, like, you know, try to copy blackish. Like, no, I am black and I am Jewish. Um, so I wanted to talk about some Jewish stuff. Um, Shana Tova to everyone who observes this holiday. Happy New Year. I love Jews. Um, <laughs> if you watch, um, what are the, what is that show called? The one with, um, Abby and Alana. Broad City. <laughs> wow, I'm a terrible, terrible fan. Um, but there's this episode where, um, <laughs> there's just this one scene where everyone on the plane starts chanting Jews. So that's the vibe that I'm trying to get, you know, from this episode. Um, this episode also might be a little bit shorter because I don't have anything to really be angry about. You know, it's the Jewish New Year, like, there's nothing bad about the New Year. Um, so yeah, but I guess I'm just gonna kind of use it to, you know, express my, I guess my views on Judaism. I don't really want to get into it, but you know, just my experiences as a Jewish person of color, what that's been like for me and interacting with my family and my super, 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 super white super Jewish school. So yeah, I hope that you enjoy this, and I hope that you you enjoy having a little break from my rage. So in terms of my Jewish background, according to Ancestry DNA, I am a Polish Jew. I'm about a quarter Polish, so about a quarter Jewish. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I really had to say because I, it's not like I know any like famous Jewish ancestors of mine. I just know that that is the country where the Jewish part of me is from. Thank you, Ancestry. This is this is not sponsored. Um, honestly, I feel like I would have preferred Twenty Three and Me, but like no hate to Ancestry DNA. I just feel like Twenty Three and Me is like it has a prettier interface and it's also more comprehensive. But, regardless, I am a Polish Jew. Um, I am, of course, like, fully Jewish, according to the way Jew stuff works. Basically, if your mom is Jewish, then you are super Jewish as well. All the women on my mom's side of the family... And most of the men, except for my mom's dad, they're all Jewish, so my mom's Jewish, so I'm Jewish. So if I were to have children, they would be Jewish as well, but I don't want kids. We're not going to talk about that, though. So am I doing anything for Rosh Hashanah, I guess, is the first question. Um, no, I don't really practice the religion. I, I very much enjoy Jewish culture. We have a very rich and amazing and interesting culture, and I hope to one day, you know, take advantage of a little 
birthright trip to Israel and, you know, see where my people originated from. Like, I can't even imagine how amazing that experience would be, like, really connecting to my roots. Um, but yeah, outside of culture, I, I'm not really, I'm not really involved with the religion. I'm not, like, a super, 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 I've said super so many times in this podcast, I apologize, um, but I'm not a crazy, you know, big fan of, of, um, most mainstream organized religion, and that's not me trying to be like, oh, I'm not like other girls, like, I think that theology and the study of mainstream organized religions, as well as the study of, you know, polytheistic religions, um, you know, I think that's all very interesting, but for the most part, there's not one monotheistic organized religion where I'm like, oh my god, I feel so connected with it. Because for me, the thing about religion or any any sort of belief system, political, social, you know, anything like that, I have to feel really connected to it in order for me to practice it and, you know, put my beliefs into actions. And so with Judaism, I just don't really feel that. Um, so I I don't really have any, like, direct um, Jewish family members other than my mom and her mom. Like, I don't have, like, a big Jewish family. Um, I do have, like, family friends that are essentially my family that are Jewish, and they're all, like, Orthodox Jews. And, I mean, like, that's fine, but it's, it's again, not really my scene. Um, you know, especially, like, if I were to celebrate Rosh Hashanah with them, I would be the only non-white person there. And... I'm already surrounded by white people five days a week at school, and if I hang out with my white friends outside of school, you know, then it's six or seven days a week of just, you know, dealing with Caucasian energy, and especially with my involvement in the climate movement. It's like, there's just, like, so much Caucasian energy in my life, and sometimes you know, if I can have a break from it, I'm gonna choose to take a break from it, like, y'all don't even know, it's, it's a lot to deal with, (laughs) um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I identify as, as a Jew, that's, that's my background and personal experience. Something else that I wanted to talk about is the reaction that I get when I tell people I'm Jewish, People never believe me, and I know that it's because, you know, when you think of your typical New York Jew, you think of, like, a white person who lives, like, in Brooklyn or on the Upper East Side or something, and that's, that's not me, um, clearly not a, a white Jew, and it's, you know, it's offensive because people in my family and my my ancestry they they died in the holocaust most likely in auschwitz because we are polish you know like to 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 accuse me of lying about something so serious and harmful and you know the reason that anti-semitism prevails today is it's really hurtful you know one I'm not a liar and two even if I was I would at least have the decency to not lie about the fact that my own relatives died in the holocaust 
and you know to not lie about the fact that I experience anti-semitism and I deal with the harmful effects of anti-semitism on a regular basis I would never ever lie about that it's it's really it's really interesting to me um because like there are groups of Jewish people like that are specifically black and Jewish like yes they're African and Jewish but of course I'm of African descent and I am Jewish so you know you put two and two together and it makes sense like it's not this crazy idea um so yeah it it, it is really painful and I've learned to kind of deal with it because you just even though it's not fair you just kind of have to deal with it because you're going to encounter so much ignorance in your life you know the thing too is that a lot of it isn't coming from a malicious place like it's just people's initial reaction and it's the wrong reaction but it they're not trying to hurt me when they say it and I think it's difficult to find you know that balance between recognizing the fact that they're not doing this on purpose but also understanding that regardless of their intent what they did or said was harmful I think that applies to a lot of you know less overt forms of racism like a lot of microaggressions um whenever I call someone out on a microaggression you know they they feel probably more hurt than I feel because they didn't intend they didn't say it with like an intent to harm me but you know the effect was still harmful and there's such a resistance to acknowledge the fact like hey I did something messed up I said something that I shouldn't have said and you know in saying these types of things in my daily life I am perpetuating the cycle of bigotry you know saying hey I contribute to bigotry is a really difficult thing to do you know as a light-skinned person I contribute to colorism which is a form of bigotry and when I was younger I didn't even I didn't think about that I'm pretty sure I thought reverse colorism was real reverse colorism is not a thing in the same way that reverse racism is not a thing um so while I understand you know that these mess-ups aren't intentional it is still painful especially about something as serious as you know people in my family my relatives my ancestors dying in Auschwitz not 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 really that's not the move you know accusing me of of making that up or of lying about it is just not the move um another thing that I wanted to talk about I mean, it's not really a thing. It's more of like, again, sorry about the excessive beeping that you've been hearing throughout this episode, but like I said, it's noisy here. Um, but another thing that's not really a thing and more just like a book wreck um, that I wanted to talk about is um, Fires in the Mirror, which is basically, I guess it's a play slash a compilation of monologues, and it deals with the tensions in Crown Heights Um, in the 90s between black and Jewish people and I think that experience really made me reflect on what it's like to be both of those things as one of the only people in my school that is both of those things and there are other people that are both of those things but I never like collect them and gather them and say here we're gonna sit at a table and talk about it you know 
Um, so it does, I do feel very alone in, in that struggle and in trying to deal with like this, you know, multiplicity (laughs) of identity. Um, and so reading Fires in the Mirror was a really eye-opening experience and it, it made me reflect on something that I had never really had to acknowledge before because I had never been in such a predominantly Jewish space. For the most part, you know, my middle school was interfaith, my elementary school is interfaith, and it's not that my high school is a religious school, it's just that a lot of the people there happen to be Jewish, and I could go into district gerrymandering and where, you know, your typical New York Jews are found and all that stuff. But that, I will say, for a school segregation conversation at a later date, I'm trying to take a break from talking about angry stuff and just, like, talk about, you know, something that I'd say if I was having a conversation with myself in the mirror like I do on a regular basis. (laughs) But anyway, um, Fires in the Mirror was, reading that was just such a unique experience that I'm forever grateful for. And so, you know, if you want to kind of figure out how how to put yourself in my shoes and, like, think about what it must be like to be black and Jewish at the same time, I would really recommend reading that book while you think about, like, reading it as someone who is both of those things. Because the whole book is pretty much them feuding with each other. And, you know, of course, the non-Jewish black people tended to side with the black people in the monologues and you know the opposite could be said for the white Jewish people and me I for the most part did side with the black people in that book but I, I almost felt I don't know like I was betraying my Jewish identity for doing so um because there was anti-semitism on the black side there was racism on the jewish side however there was at least from what i remember much more racism from jews in the book um so yeah it's just kind of kind of dealing with that and you know dealing with hatred of the other side from each side it's it's really weird it's definitely really weird um but i think that's going to i think that that's about it for for this episode I just wanted to address that and I know that some of you are going to be you know celebrating the new year and so I didn't want to be like here listen to this half hour long you know recording of me because I love the sound of my own voice I want you to enjoy your Rosh Hashanah and if you are not celebrating just enjoy the long weekend you know take care of yourself do whatever you need to do so that's going to be it for this episode, and there will there will be a separate outro because I like the little music that I do in between segments, but I just wanted to, you know, kind of put out a little disclaimer, you know, if you're wondering why this episode is shorter than normal. So again, thank you so, so, so much for listening. You have made it through three episodes. I could not be more grateful for the opportunity to be able to speak to you about the things that excite me, worry me, scare me, you know, intrigue me. Um, so thank you for listening to such a personal episode. Um, it, it means a lot to me to feel 
comfortable being this vulnerable and knowing that people are going to listen without, wow, this noise is just amazing, (laughs) but knowing that people are going to listen without judgment. Um, So I will see you guys, or well, I won't see anyone, but you will hear my voice again in a week. Thank you.